Hello, I'm Dave Williams and a very warm welcome to my paper with James Bowden about better braille translation for everyone. This is a discussion of how RNIB and partners have worked together to improve the unified English braille support found in the LibLui braille translation engine. So in this presentation, I'll talk about why LibLui accuracy is critically important for all Braille stakeholders. James Bowden will talk about how thousands of errors have been found and corrected uh, in the LibLui Braille translation engine. And I'll make some suggestions about what you can do to help this effort. So why is this important? Well, as I mentioned, James and I both work with RNIB. I work in the services team, so that's with our retail products uh, services, the shop, and our library services. So we have a lot to do with Braille. We sell many Braille products, many of which use Braille translation built into them. And our library service uses the LibLui Braille translation engine to generate um, Braille files. James and I are optimistic about Braille's future and uh, some of the reasons for that include the prevalence of Braille technology in almost every smartphone, tablet and laptop now. Software exists or can be added that will enable that device to translate text into Braille quickly and seamlessly. The second reason is the new uh, Braille libraries that are cropping up around the world. These are online libraries and enable us to download books digitally uh, directly to our devices. So gone are the days of the postman lugging up, you know, dozens of Braille volumes uh, down uh, the street. And the third reason is, of course, the code itself. The promise of UEB was one code right across the English-speaking world uh, that is making Braille more robust and easier for machines to translate. But that, of course, relies on the Braille translation engine and the accuracy of that translator's output. So I'm going to turn it over to James Bowden, who's going to talk about how LibLui issues were identified, collected, collated, and ultimately corrected and committed by RNIB over the last 12 months. James? Hello, everyone. So the first job was to make a list of some errors. And these came from various sources, including personal experience. And I then started going through all the Braille rules in the existing LibLui table in conjunction with a large word list. It was something like 470 something thousand words. One of these lists you can get from the internet. And you basically check each word against the rule you're looking at. So pick an example, um, words ending S-H-E-A-D. Um, the classic example is the place Gateshead in the UK. And obviously one doesn't use the SH sign uh, because of the aspirated H, the H sound rather than the SH sound. Uh, it's Gateshead, not Gatesheed. So that rule would also apply to a word like crosshead, um, which is a type of screwdriver, I understand. Um, but there is an exception we discovered in the word sheeding, 
which I understand is something to do with governance on the Isle of Man. So you have to be very careful with these things. Once we have a list of, if you like, failed conditions, we put that into effectively a LibLui test file. And so we can run LibLui over all these words which fail. And unsurprisingly, when we first started, all the tests failed. The next job then is to try and rectify the problem. So you go through looking at what needs to be added, changed, or even deleted from the LibLui Braille file, Braille table file, and make some amendments and run your test file again. And hopefully the tests start coming true and in success. And the number of fails goes down. Brilliant. In total, we managed to fix around 2000 words, which is brilliant news. And Dave's going to show an example of that after I finished. And we peer reviewed it. So we basically gave it to somebody else saying, do you think this is correct? So that we're not just going off on one. And I'm very pleased to report there were very few errors. And it was all included in the December 2019 uh, edition of LibLui. Now we started with Braille contraction rules because that's where lots of errors were, but there's a lot more work still to be done. For example, not all contractions were dealt with, and also there's all the individual symbols. Dave, back over to you. So I'm going to share my screen and I'm going to uh, demonstrate um, um, I'm going to demonstrate some of these examples in context and how the changes we've made um, have actually made a difference for readers. So um, here I am in Microsoft Word um, and I've got a braille font selected and we've prepared a short um, paragraph and this paragraph has been translated twice um, once using the March 2019 edition of LibLui and then again using the December 2019 edition of uh, LibLui. And uh, there's some really important differences that um, massively impact the readability of this paragraph. So we'll start with the um, the earlier version with the um, with the translation um, issues. So um, I'm just finding my place on my Braille display, and uh, the paragraph reads as follows. On retiring, Mr. Dunn Little, uh, so we have the dot five O, um, which should not be used in the middle of the name Donal, from Gateshead, that was the, uh, the example James was using, we wouldn't expect an SH sign there, moved to Newham, uh, WH sign in the place name Newham, we wouldn't expect that there either. Uh, to be near his elderly mother-in-law, Mrs. Townshend. So again, that um, aspirate, that uh, SH there appearing unexpectedly. She had lived for years in uh, Traf uh, Trafford. So 
Again, the word Trafford, you would expect an FOR sign, but uh, in the earlier edition of, of Lib Louis, uh, the double F is used. Uh, in Trafford House, uh, a development of Mace 1, so again, dot, dot, uh, five O in the middle of Masonettes, we wouldn't expect that, uh, near what had been the old Both House. So, Both House? Probably not. Um, McDonnell had taken early retirement, but still held a non-executive, so non-executive, non-executive um, directorship of a buy-off UL company. He wished to requaint, so we would expect the E and A to be separate there because the word is reacquaint himself with the area but was not over sentimental about his childhood roots okay so that's the first example and that's the one we're showing on screen now but if I go down uh, to the paragraph here this is where it's been translated with the updated Lib Louis. So this was after the work that um, that James did to implement uh, all those changes, which I'm delighted to say have now been rolled out in, in products like uh, NVDA. The uh, latest versions of NVDA are using more recent versions of, of Lib Louis. Um, and um, if you find that your screen reader isn't, then uh, we'll talk about that in, in a moment. So this is how the paragraph should read. And we know from research by people like Professor uh, Engelbretson that the correct use of the um, uh, contractions in contracted Braille can, can massively impact um, how we process uh, the text. So here we go. On retirement, Mr. McDonnell, um, Mr. McDonnell from Gateshead moved to Newham to be near his elderly mother-in-law, Mrs. Townsend. She had lived for years in Trafford House, a development of Masonettes near what had been the old boathouse. McDonnell had taken early retirement but still held a non-executive directorship of a biofuel company. He wished to reacquaint himself with the area, but was not sentimental about his childhood roots. So reading that in Braille now, it scans a lot more easily um, and makes a lot more sense. And we haven't got those hiccups and stopping in the middle of the word thinking, hang on a minute, why is that contraction there? So what can you do and what can we all do um, to help continue to improve this situation, given that so many products uh, rely on LibLouis? And there is a link. If you check out our paper, we have included a link to a list of all products that are known to include LibLouis. So this isn't just screen readers. This is also Braille translation packages. Uh, it is also embedded systems where uh, embossers sometimes will translate uh, Braille on the fly. Um, there are also many, many other applications besides, I think there are dozens of examples of where uh, LibLouis is being used. 
And so the most important action, I think, is to update your software. If you are a reader, uh, make sure that you are using the latest version of your screen reader. Um, if you are a developer or perhaps you run a library service, make sure that your systems are making use of the latest version of the LibLui uh, Braille code. If you find problems, then please, please report them because we can't fix them if we don't know uh, they exist. And if you are a coder, then of course, code contributions um, are also very welcome, as is funding support for LibLui and partner organisations. So happy reading, check out the paper and also take a look at that example that we have provided alongside uh, the paper uh, that shows what a massive difference these corrections can make to the readability of Braille. Hopefully when we speak again, we'll be talking about better quality Braille for everyone.